Welcome to the revolution. Let's go. All right. Come on. Outdoor radio at its finest. It's true. <laughs> the number one outdoor radio show for over 16 years. Why are you torturing me like this? Why? The revolution never stops. That is so cool. Ladies and gentlemen, the revolution with Jim and Trav is back on the air. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. It's beginning now. Do-wop, do-wop, shoop-be-doo-be-doo-wop. You can't even sing it! <laughs> What's the song called? Do-wop? She got me catchy. She get you what? All along, she got me catchy. This is Matt Drury's favorite song. Is it really? Yeah. He plays this song when he's hunting turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have on uh, Matthew Drury yeah, on hey, uh, this we're, week's we're show. We're talking outdoor. Uh, uh, no, it's Operation Outdoors. Jebo's still uh, working on reading, which is great. <laughs> uh, Hooked on Phonics has really been paying off. I'm I'm Ubonics. Yeah, you're something. <laughs> All right, so Operation Outdoors, Matt Drury. Uh, he's going to be joining us here in just a second as we play his favorite song. Uh, we're also going to have on Cat Daddy. Yeah, and also Chris Kiefer. From Dropped. From Dropped. Yeah, new season Fridays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time Outdoor Channel. Forgot to say, Winchester and Drury's Natural Board Sportsman Channel Sundays. 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. It's going to be a fun show. He started in that uh, Natural Born Killers, didn't he? With Woody Harrelson? What are you talking about? <laughs> natural Oh, Natural Born. I, I get it. I see what are you, you did there. Are you following us folks out there? Because no. I am. Winchester and Drury's Natural Born, you were going after Natural Born Killers, the movie. That's it. Have you ever seen that show? No. No. Okay, do you I've know who's heard in about it? it. Yeah, Woody Harrelson. Yeah, because I said it. All right, let's get to. Hey, Matt Drury. Yeah, this is Operation Fail. Baby, I've been waiting. It's Operation Outdoors this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. All right, let's get it started. Now, kicking off a two part interview with Matthew Drury, co host of Winchester and Drury's Natural Born on Sportsman Channel, Sundays, 10 30 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. This is part one. So right now, Jerm, right now, Jerm, I called you Jerm, right now, Jim, uh, you can watch Sony, the 14th season, Winchester and Jury's Natural Born, they are natural born turkey hunters, natural born white-tailed deer hunters, they are natural born successful Drunk. people. <laughs> Uh, no, Matthew Drury, he is on the phone line right now. He is so handsome, has a very meticulous beard. Matt, how's it going, buddy? <laughs> I'm doing good. I-, I wish I could have you guys just kind of follow me around and talk me up anywhere I go. <laughs> You're a morale booster. Yeah. Here comes Matt Drury. Where's camo, damn it? <laughs> My wife would love it. <laughs> All right, so really cool. I want to mention this real fast. Um, it's It's cool to follow your adventures personally, man. Because um, you really strike out on your own. A, a, while, a couple years ago, you had bought your first farm yourself. You recently acquired another one, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I actually had, you know, I didn't have any intentions of doing this, but the first one that I had bought, it had like a, a home on it that I remodeled and a, a big shed and shop on it and a pond. It was real, a real pretty piece of, of, of ground. And, and I didn't have it for sale or anything like that. And I had a, a guy uh, approach me. And uh, I didn't even own it six months at this point, and he wanted to purchase it. Oh, wow. And uh, I was like, I'm not really interested. And, and he kept after me, and I said, well, fine, for this, you know, for this price, I'll do it. 
and uh, and he he took it. And so I I was this fall I didn't have any place to hunt. I was hunting. Well, I I had a couple leases I was hunting. But uh, so anyways, so I was just kind of keeping my eye open and and uh, just kind of randomly came across a new piece of dirt that uh, uh, came for sale a few hours from my house here. And uh, so went up and looked at it. the listing happened one day and the very next morning I, I went up and looked at it and uh, it was just beautiful. It's, it's kind of a, it, it doesn't have any buildings on it or anything like that, except for an old stone shed or barn that was built in 1901. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that, that, that was kind of cool, but the deer sign was just incredible. And it was on this river, uh, kind of have a bluff on one of my property lines that overlooks the river. And it was just a real pretty, pretty piece of ground and had a ton of deer sign. So uh just decided to make the leap of faith and, and put an offer on and, and was lucky enough to, to get it. Well, you know what? That old shed, 1901, don't tell Taylor Sheridan. He'll come <laughs> make a show about it. <laughs> hey, I'd love that. Probably, <laughs> I, I might be able to pay for the farm that way. <laughs> well, what's really cool about you guys, I mean, you're the perfect example, man, and your dad preaches it all the time. If, you know, property is expensive to get into, but with some sweat equity, you took one piece of property, not even meaning to, and flipped it and got into another one. And that is how a lot of sportsmen, they're like, man, I just don't have the money to go out there. No one does to buy property. But you get a piece you can do some work, put some, you know, time and sweat into it. Man, you can turn a property and then invest into a better property and keep doing that. That's right. And, you know, I I can't remember a time other than the day I proposed to my wife where I was more nervous than the day that I signed the loan to that first farm. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, now how the heck am I going to pay for this? And uh, there's never, leading up to that, dad told me one thing. He said, there's never going to be a good time. Mm-hmm. Like, as long as you don't make, you know, you got to make good decisions as far as the piece, you know, and then make sure it's a piece that you can, you can do something with. But He's like, it's never a bad time and there's never a right time. So sometimes you just got to take a leap of faith. And that that's what I did on that first one. And uh, you're exactly right. It allowed me to um, go into the second one with a little more equity to be able to put on the down payment. And, and that was, you know, it's actually a little bit less in acreage. The first one was 102 acres. This one's 93, but it's better for deer hunting. And, um, you know, and I, I, it, and that's, I guess that's for what we do. That's even, you know, that's the main thing. Right. And so, uh, it's been an interesting ride, but, um, I've learned a lot along the way and, you know, it's, it's just one of those things you just got to sometimes take a leap of faith and, and, you know, of course there's a lot of hard work there, but you can do it. Anybody can do it, you know, no matter how big or small, might be 20 acres, might be 10 acres. I remember a guy by the name of Dan Perez. He's one of the founders of Whitefield Properties. Yeah. And they're, they're the big, you know, the big game in town as far as selling, uh, uh, land like this. And he, I think he told me that his first farm was like six acres, you know, oh, wow. piece of property, I should say. And, uh, he turned that into a bigger piece of property here, you know, and so it's, it's all relative. You, you know what I mean? It's just a matter of getting started. Yeah. Actually, Ron Wright would say, uh, new, uh, new sidewalks and new hedges and we flip it. That's right. Paint the go. grass, do what you got to do. Now, this past season, you know, when everybody watches you guys, you're like, oh, my God, they, your jury shoot the biggest deer and they do this and they do that. Well, they don't see all the damn work you guys do. Oh, my God. Uh, and, you know, you you 
everyone shows because it makes for better television. You show more of the high points because that's what people want to see. But you struggled this past season, man. It was tough, wasn't it? Yeah, I had a terrible season personally. <laughs> Mark and Terry had the best seasons ever. Yeah, yeah. Dad literally had the best season of his life. So it, it one of the things that we have noticed through time, and I've been you know here at the company. 20-ish years, and wow. it, it, guys will, other than Mark, everybody else <laughs> will ride uh, highs and lows. You know, some seasons you can't do no wrong, and some some seasons, no matter what you do, you just can't run into one, and that was just how my season went this year. I, I just had a struggle and couldn't run into one, so to speak, and and a few times, I passed a, a bunch of younger deer, but ones that I'd hoped, you know, would grow another year or two, but the, the big mature bucks, you know, and I just couldn't run into any. And the, the ones that I did, you know, for whatever reason, you know, 40, 50 yards, you know, during bow season, I just couldn't get them in closer. And, and that's just sometimes the way things go. Um, so I was, I was ready kind of by the end of the season to see it go away, but I'm already working to, you know, get ready for this next season. We're getting ready to do some control burns on, on this new piece of property. And of course we're shed hunting and doing all that work and finding out what deer are left. So it's, it's just one of those things that never really stops. Yeah. When you went to look at this new property, did you spend any time looking for sheds or just the property yeah, in general. So it, that was what sold it for me. We, we, the first morning I stepped foot on this piece of property to look at it, we stepped out of the truck and we literally stepped on a shed. Oh, wow. And, really? And so I was like, oh, that's, on, I go, that's an omen. And then we started <laughs> looking around and we found a, a big eight pointer that had, you know, died, died maybe a year ago or so. We found mm. that, the remains there and the bit, the skull and, and the rack. And, and he was really, the genetics were good. And I said, oh, well, you know, that's, that's a good quality deer too. And then we start seeing all the signs. So it was kind of a no brainer, but every time I've stepped on the property since we purchased it in mid January, uh, we have found a shed. And so I'm up to seven already on this piece Oh wow! and, and a couple of deadheads. And just mo the most recent one this Saturday, we went, my, my wife and my two kids, I got an eight year old and a six year old. We went to the farm and it was my first time showing them and my daughter, she's six. She was real amped up about trying to find a shed. <laughs> she, we get out of the truck. I'm loading some stuff into the side by side so we can kind of ride around the property. And she's walking around the truck and she's like, I found one. She stepped on a shed that was under the grass Ooh. and, uh, I got it caught, caught it all on film. She pulls it up and, and she found the first shed of the day, literally five steps from our truck. Wow. So it was amazing. Oh, that is so cool. They may have slim pickings next year. <laughs> bet. Hey, uh, Matt, we got to take a break. Can you stick around? Absolutely. All right. Hey, we're talking with Matt Brewery. And of course he is, uh, with Winchester and Drury's natural born. It airs on Sportsman Channel Sundays at 1030 Eastern Time. Yeah. Now, Matt, to learn all about you guys, you have so many cool platforms. You you put out so much information all the time. Plus, DeerCast, we're going to get into that. Where can we find you guys online? You can find us anywhere you type in at Drury Outdoors, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and then, of course, DeerCast.com. All right. This has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. And again, hop on My Outdoor TV, search Drury, a lot of good uh, shows are going to come up. Part two with Matt Drury right after this. Don't go anywhere. Can I borrow your internet? JimandTrav.com. Everything outdoors is right there. Stay tuned. The revolution will return right after this. 
Home Improvement meets Outdoor Lifestyle. This thing's got good bones. On the all-new original series, Renovation Hunters. When people have their hunting camps and fishing camps, sometimes these structures don't get taken care of. Host Hal Schaefer and his talented craftsmen have just seven days to transform a rundown structure into a beautiful cabin, lodge, or vacation home. We want to put the family back in the outdoors. All-new Renovation Hunters. Fridays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. The Revolution with Jim and Travis back with Operation Outdoors. What do you mean exactly? Now, let's get back to Matthew Drury, co-host of Winchester and Drury's Natural Born on Sportsman Channel. Sundays, 10.30 p.m. Eastern. Presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. Here's part two. Hey, we are back. We are talking Operation Outdoors on this week's show. And of course, part one with Matt Drury was just a few minutes ago. And now we're getting back into what exactly is going to happen this year for the Drury's. Yeah. Now, one thing I want to point out, you know, you're talking about learning from the, the vast amount of knowledge that's around you. Uh, and that's what we need to do as outdoorsmen and women is to learn from others, but also the resources that are given to us like DeerCast. I swear to God, out of every five to seven hunters I know, probably four have the DeerCast app on their phone. And what that has done for hunting and educating people and people being able to share on the DeerCast platform uh, is truly phenomenal, man. Yeah, it's... Uh it's a teaching tool. It's it's much more than just an app or a predictor of, of when deer might move. That's oh, yeah. a, a, a side note. It's there's so much information. There's daily articles that are free, you know, to all all of subscription types. There's Mark and Terry's videos on tips and tactics. Uh, Deercast Track, which is a revolutionary tool in our industry. Everybody tells you how to kill them. Nobody tells you how to recover them. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You know, you, you got this 2D deer that you move the reticle around on the deer, and then it where you think you hit the deer, it'll populate a bunch of videos that show actual hits from that same area uh, throughout from our library, and then it's got expert deer trackers telling you what kind of blood to look for, what you hit vital-wise or organs, and how long to wait. But those types of things, there's for, – for, um, you know, whether you're a, a new novice hunter or where you, whether you're an experienced, you know, uh, KG veteran that's hunted a long time, there's still a lot that, that's in there that, that can help you. And the latest thing, we launched DeerCast Maps this past fall. Oh, wow. And so, uh, all the mapping tools that a whitetail hunter and really, you know, predator or turkey, you know, whatever it is, it, it really helps you hone in on your ground, whether it's public or lease or something you own. Uh, DeerCast Maps has everything you need, wind check tool to tell you which way your wind's blowing. But beyond that, based on the wind speed, there's different animations. It's an actual animation on the map that shows you where your wind's blowing. And then if it's, you know, 15 mile an hour, what you can expect your wind to do and how that affects whitetail hunting. And there's just a, a lot of features in there that are pretty cool. Yeah. And Travis actually alluded to the fact that you've learned from the best, your dad and your uncle, Terry and Mark. But the fact of the matter is we all can by just going to My Outdoor TV and watch previous episodes of Drew's Outdoors. And we can learn 
a lot of the things that we need to know right there, and that's on My Outdoor TV. That's right. We actually did a pretty cool thing with My Outdoor TV. We have some just shot content, and it was something that we tested out with them two falls ago, two seasons ago, and then last year they created a whole new panel called Just Shot, and um, it, it, it was, we call it Deer Season 22 last fall, mm-hmm. uh, but it's our content like semi-live, so as it was happening, we'd edit it and put it there in the uh, My Outdoor TV app, and of course you could check it out in DeerCast, you could check it out on YouTube, but it's there in My Outdoor TV as well, and you can follow along with us throughout the season. So not only can you watch episodes of 13 and Winchester and Drury's Natural Born or Critical Mass, Bow Madness, you can watch this content as it's happening through the season. You know what's amazing to me is to follow you guys in the tremendous talent that's on Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and just average hunters around the world uh, that take amazing deer, but specifically like you guys. I mean, my God, if there's 26 hours in a day, you guys are spending in the field working, you know, you're really putting your every best effort forward uh, to propagate better nutrition, better health for the animals. And you guys do consistently take amazing deer, but it's because of what you're doing. Then you have someone like the, the Huff Buck. I think his name's like Dustin Huff. And if he takes an incredible buck, you know, or like the Milo Hansen buck, talk about the world's best luck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like you can't predict it. And this guy's a Joe Schmo. He's like he wants to be a country music singer, and he takes this incredible buck. What an amazing story. But luck does strike, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. I wish I would have had more of it this past fall. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd rather be lucky than good, let me tell you. Mark and Terry told me that a long time ago. Uh, it's just amazing, you know. When you don't think, you know, like you can have any more impressive deer out there, there truly is. There has to be a world record deer somewhere, and it's going to be taken. Have you guys ever caught a glimpse of anything on your Reconyx cams that gives you, you know, the illusion or idea that there might be true monsters lurking out there? Well, Mark certainly has, through time, killed some gi- absolute giants. You know, oh, yeah. 215, 16-inch, 220, you know, some, some world-class whitetails. Uh, but there was a story we called it David versus Goliath that we, we produced it years ago. It was a deer that Mark had, um, called Goliath and he had these double drops. It was just incredible deer. And, and we had a couple, uh, people that had land right next to us that, that at the time were hunting, uh, for us on, on our show Dream Season. And, uh, David Lindsay and Jeff Lindsay, world class people. Oh, yeah. And, uh, he ended up having an encounter with his deer. Goliath, and he was self-filming. It was in the late season. There was snow on the ground, and this deer just appeared. I mean, majestic, unbelievable animal. Mm. And um, so he's trying to film himself kill this deer, and if he would have been filming that day, 100% he would have killed this deer. Well, <laughs> he ended up not killing him. Uh, a neighbor ended up killing him, I think, a, a week or two later. Wow. And I believe that deer went 242. Wow. Oh, jeez. Like I mean, just a world-class animal. Uh, but then there was a deer that we called Baby G. It was Baby Goliath. <laughs> and uh, like kind of an offspring of this deer, what we felt. And uh, Terry had him at like, 
you know, 15 steps and it was like first right away in the morning and Terry, he's got horrible vision and he couldn't see through his peep sight, oh. blurred vision and he couldn't get the deer. And he didn't want to take a bad shot and the deer just kind of got, got away from him, got out of his range. And David Lindsay ended up killing that deer that we called baby G on camera and it was on the shows. And so we produced this story called David versus Goliath and it, it oh. was incredible, just an incredible storyline. That was the biggest deer that I'm aware of. Now, I'm sure Mark's come across others that, you know, they didn't end up killing that, that we've never told the story of, but that I believe Goliath was one of the biggest ever. That's a great story, and I hate to say this, but we've got to leave it right there. We've been talking with Matt Drury, and of course he's got Winchester and Drury's Natural Born on Sportsman Channel Sundays at 10.30. 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time, the all-new 14th season on this has been presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. And again, just hop in there, type in Drury. Um, all of their shows are going to come up, and you can peruse them. To learn more about you guys deer cast everything you have going on matt it is a bunch where can we find you online certainly can go to dreoutdoors.com deercast.com and then anywhere social media instagram youtube twitter facebook all those at Drury outdoors you bet hey coming up next we've got cat daddy the kansas cat man all right matt god bless you we love you man thanks guys oh what's that terrible smell Oh, it's just Cat Daddy, the beanhole baron of Cat Daddy's catfishing adventures. And he'll stink up the revolution with Jim and Trav after these words from our partners. But stay current with all things revolution by checking out weekly blogs, wild game recipes, gear reviews, and more at JimandTrav.com. See you after the break. Any adventure, any task, any time. There's a Yamaha Utility ATV for any ride and any rider. See the full lineup at YamahaMotorsports.com. Adventure seekers can start with the trail-tested capability and comfort of the Yamaha Grizzly lineup. For the ultimate in midsize ATV performance, check out the Yamaha Kodiak 450. And for those who mix work and pleasure, the Yamaha Kodiak 700 line devours chores and leaves room for adventure. Find your utility ATV at your local Yamaha dealer or at YamahaMotorsports.com. That's YamahaMotorsports.com. ATVs are recommended for use only by riders aged 16 years and older. ATVs can be hazardous to operate. Yamaha recommends an approved training course. For safety and training information, see your dealer or call 1-800-887-2887. Sprinkle the best of Western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. The revolution with Jim and Travis back. Now here's our very own captain of the SS Tuna Tub, Cat Daddy. I'll never go fishing again. This is in my friend. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at HIMTNJerky.com. Here are the boys. Hey, we are back. We're talking Operation Outdoors on this week's show. And, of course, before the break, we had Matt Drury on. What a great guy he is. But our next guest, man, he knows everything about catfishing. That's right. He takes a Matt Drury out on the water to find big white tails and catfish. That is Cat Daddy. Mr. Cat Daddy, how's it going, buddy? Well, it's either overt or covert. I don't know which one it's going to be this week. <laughs> as long as it's not COVID, that's okay. That's it. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> that, that, that stuff's really hard to shake, man. 
the fishing ought to be really super picking up, man, here for long. Mm. Yeah. Well, the thing is, we've had a few warm days now. Of course, <laughs> earlier it was really, really cold. Like, it was way below zero here. Yeah. But uh, uh, over the weekend, 50 degrees. Well, I tell you what, man, you know, we had a... A rain the last couple of days, and boy, we've needed bad. I mean, it raised the river up about two foot. I hope it stays like that. So you know, you get out and ply, ply down it and go go after them biggins, you know, because mm-hmm. they're out there. But boy, the, man, the the fishing. I mean, it ought to really be good this year. Yeah, no they, thinking. They've concentrated down to the holes and. Uh, They've been sleeping for a while, and now they're, you know, they're about ready to wake up. Man, I want to be right there and shake them up. There you go. Now, are you going to fish out on the lakes, or are you going to fish the river? I'm going to hit the river first. Mm. Yeah, I go after a couple big boys, start the day off good. Now, you know, last year was so dry, Mr. Cat Daddy, uh, and we know how, you know, adverse conditions like that when it's dry and it's super hot, uh, what it can do to mammals, you know, deer and crap. Uh, does it do the same thing to fish? Because, you know, that water level's low. There's probably not as many nutrients, things for them to eat. Does it affect the fish in a hard yeah, year? It, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not really what you call the best biologist in the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but okay. I tell you what, it, it has to affect them fish when they're, you know, dormant in them holes like that. You know, them holes only hold so much nutrients, you know, and food for them. If they can't get out of them holes out to ply, ply different water, they're going to lose a little weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, but uh, that don't seem to be my problem. Yeah, now the thing is, isn't it in March is when paddlefish uh, season opens up down in Oklahoma? Oh, yeah, March 15th to May 15th. Wow, and uh, you got any uh, plans on heading down there? Yeah, we sure do. We're going to head down there like we do every year. But I just hope, you know, the water comes up a little bit more down there because, boy, Last year and the year before last, it was rough. I mean, rough. When you ain't got no water, and it's it's hard fishing for them spooners because mm-hmm. they don't like to move at all unless they got a little movement in in the water. Then they'll move on up to the pea gravel dam up there. Uh, boy, if if you ain't got no water rolling out, mm, it's it's a hard time. You can get them, but boy, you got to really work for them. What is the biggest paddlefish you ever caught? Well, I tell you, the biggest paddlefish I ever caught weighed almost 97 pounds. Oh, wow. Jeez, oh, Pete, really? I, I mean, he, he was a hog. He was a hog. But, yeah. you know, they got him now in there. They broke the record several times, several times, Missouri and Oklahoma. Yeah, now, are the, are the males larger? I mean, like with bass, uh, the male bass are smaller. Are the male paddlefish larger, or are they about the same size, or is the female larger? I think the females get larger than the males do. Mm-hmm. Okay. I sure do, especially if they got triplets. They got a little more <laughs> junk in the bill is what they there got. You go, <laughs> now, that ought to be good fishing, though, this year. Uh, hopefully they get some water and it runs good and uh, everything will be good then for sure. All right. Now, Mr. Cat Daddy, if we want to get out on the water with you, chase these amazing uh, spoon bills, but more importantly, go after the catfish. Do you have anything available, buddy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you where to get a hold of me at. It's com. Yeah, if you'd like to send a photograph to old Cat Daddy of uh, your latest and greatest girlfriend or catfish, uh, send it to catdaddy underscore one at msn.com. That's what you got to do. Mr. Cat Daddy, God bless you. We love you, buddy. Oh, I was going to tell you, girlfriends first. Yeah. Hey, coming up next, we've got Greg Ritz. No, not Greg Ritz. Chris Kiefer. Oh. <laughs> <What are> you... <laughs> Anyways. Hey, hey, coming up next. 
Guess what? Chris Kiefer. Yep, you can watch Dropped Fridays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. He'll be joining us after the break. Unlike that walk of shame last night, you won't regret checking out JimandTrav.com. Archive shows, Jim's blog, Trav's take, buy or bust, Mrs. Bunny, and expert advice from our hunting and fishing pros. JimandTrav.com. Stay tuned. The revolution will be right back. There are plenty of great anglers out there. This is a different world of fish. A different world. But there's only one Bill Dance. Boy, pee that man. Look at that dragon. That thing is gone. Get the scoop on the fish. You are a tarpon catching this son of a gun. Then get the fish in the boat. Are you happy? I'm very happy, buddy. <laughs> Bill Dance Saltwater, Saturdays at 11.30 a.m. on Sportsman Channel. High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. We're back. The Revolution with Jim and Trav is on with Operation Outdoors. Now kicking off another two-parter with Chris Kiefer, co-host of Dropped. New season airing Fridays, 8 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. This is part one. Hey, we are back. We're talking Operation Outdoors on this week's show. And uh, I got to tell you, our first guest. He's the only man that actually figured out who D.B. Cooper is. That's Chris <laughs> Kiefer. He's the co-host. He of found Dropped. him in Alaska. You got to watch the all-new season. This show is awesome. Fridays, 8 p.m. Eastern time on Outdoor Channel. Mr. Chris Wildman, how's it going, buddy? What's going on, fellas? How's everybody doing? Doing good. You know, the thing is, I think... Uh, you guys are both certifiably crazy for doing how many seasons is this? Uh, I think I want to say Casey and I always uh, we always argue about this. It's shocking, I know, but I think it's ten seasons, twelve years. Wow! Um, so we had a break there for a little bit, just with all the things that were happening. But yeah, it's crazy to think that it's been twelve years since we first stepped foot in Alaska. It was it's uh, wow, what a journey! Well, after twelve years, man, because your very first season was in the Brooks Range. 12 years later, yep. you revisit it. Is it close to the same area you were dropped off before? Is it a little bit farther away? How is it uh, in relation to where you were dropped in the beginning? Yeah, it's really interesting. It's actually really close. Um, but having gone there once, we learned uh, just to go a hair above. We couldn't do that the first time because the water levels were so low. So where we wanted to get dropped in season one, uh, was available because the water levels were correct. So we actually were not too far, just a couple of miles up and around the bend. And it was so incredible to go back to where it all started again. And I think that was the whole point of this little project origin that we did this time was yeah. so many people love that first season. And it was like, you know, so did we. Uh, we were kind of bright eyed at that point, you know, and so it was like, let's go back to where it all started again and really get the juices flowing, having a little bit of a hiatus. So that's what it felt like, and it was it was amazing to do. Yeah, now I love how, you know, dropped and uh, you're kind of revisiting, doing things differently, because uh, I remember the very first season, you guys, I think right away or pretty close, you killed a caribou, food ran out, Casey called in a moose, and I'm pretty sure you shot the first moose, correct? And then, Yeah, um, I did. You know, that is what, you know, you, when you're out there, you're in the middle of nowhere. You have limited amount of resources and tools. You get down something and like you shot it and it was in water. It was super tough. I do remember this man. And uh, 
That is like a hell of a lot of work. And then you got to pack it back to camp. You have to store it. That is when the work truly begins. Oh, yeah, that's that's when the work begins. It's like it's one thing going out and hunting. And, you know, I think what's interesting about dropped is we, you know, a lot of people go to Alaska and hunt for long periods of time. I think what we wanted to do is show a story over these past 12 years of what happens every day that you're out there, not just like put an episode together for you know, TV, it was a matter of like, this is all the things that go into doing this. And, and that's probably the hardest part is once the animal's down, you know, the meat care and just making sure that you're getting everything out and then thinking about actually like when to shoot, because, you know, sometimes if, if it's got a long period, if we still have 25 days, yeah, it's like, mm, maybe, maybe we shouldn't just because you don't want the meat to go bad. And what's the temperature like? So there's a lot of things that go into the decisions that we make when we're out there. And we just like to tell the story. That's what happens on Dropped. Yeah, once again, hang out with Chris Kiefer, the co-host Drop. Watch the all-new season Fridays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. If you want to go on a wild adventure, you have to watch Dropped. All right, so you guys are out there. Um, obviously, you're you're very skilled, savvy outdoorsmen. I want to say probably two of the best there are. There are very few people in the outdoors that have the credentials you guys do, Jim Shockey being one of them, of course. Um, but one thing, safety really has to be paramount forefront for you guys. Do you guys have like, um, obviously you have to prepare for the worst, hope for the best, use your, your skills, but do you guys have like scenarios? If one of you gets, you know, terribly eaten, someone gets mauled, someone gets stabbed, someone falls off a cliff. Do you have like a plan kind of like OSHA, you know, (laughs) that you kind of like, here's what we're going to fall back on or is it more like a day to day type of thing? It really is a day to day type of thing. You know, we're, we're, we're blessed to be out there and I appreciate the kind words. It's like we, we call ourselves bush savvy. We're not survivalist in any means, but yeah. we're bush savvy enough to understand, you know, and having spent so much time, I think this year put us one year off grid. Wow. Totally. So this was, this was that year that kind of pushed it over the edge, but you know, we're just, we're just constantly, you know, looking out for each other. If there's a mauling, we just kind of say, Hey, look, keep the cameras recording. Maybe that'll, that'll, that'll help. But I mean, that's about it. <laughs> we're, we're like, it'll probably go viral. So, just, you know, make sure that you show everybody. Um, but no, we, we really do. There's, there's certain things like we have a Garmin inReach with an SOS and we are in constant contact with the pilots. They are our line of communication out there. The pilots in Alaska are just incredible. The bush pilots, they know the weather patterns. They have our Garmin inReach. And so there's been a couple of times, oh, uh, and even this year, there was a um, there was a, a a hurricane that hit Alaska. Wow! And so you know you, we don't know that, right? We're in the middle of the Brooks Range, and so we get a message that says hurricanes hitting Alaska, and it's like, well, what does that mean? Like this is <laughs> this is this this is new. Uh, so we're we're constantly in contact with them and understanding what that looks like, and and if we do need something, we have our emergency kind of places, but. You know, in the Anwar, you can't land a helicopter unless it is an emergency. Other than that, you've got to get to where the gravel bars are to get picked up. It's not just land anywhere, right? And so we we do have to keep that in consideration, especially if we start floating. Let's get down to where at least we're within a day's row. Um, but you got to think about that. A day's row, I'm hoping that, you know, at least I got all my digits. And <laughs> you, lose a, you lose a few. A day's row is a long way. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely in our mind. Now, when you when you came in, obviously you flew the river to see what was there. Yep. 
Did you have to portage it all? No, we didn't have to portage this year. Um, it was it was really interesting. We we ended up in a space where, you know, half the reason you go down the river is to find more game. And I think as we kind of landed, we were like, "What is going on?" I mean, in our first episode that that aired, there's there the amount of game that hits like that valley was just incredible for Casey and I. So we were pushing it to the limits because. Really, there was no reason to leave. Um, mm. You know, there was one of those things where it's like, wow, we're right here. We've got moose and caribou, muskox, wolf, bear. Everything was, was like funneling through past us. And so we have some big decisions to make as the, uh, as the season unfolds as to what to do. But it was, uh, it was incredible. And, in, and to think that last time, 12 years ago, that was just a short, you know, two miles above us. And we had no idea. Um, that 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 existed because Alaska is just like that so big you bet hey Chris we got to take a break can you stick around absolutely all right hey we're talking with Chris Kiefer he's the co-host of dropped the new season uh started last week it's at Fridays at eight o'clock Eastern time on outdoor channel and this has been presented by outdoor channel sportsman channel world fishing network my outdoor TV hop on my outdoor TV type in drop type in Kiefer type in Chris Casey it doesn't matter a lot of good stuff is gonna come up you have to watch previous seasons get ready um now to learn more about you guys dropped everything you have going on man be live uh where can we find yep. you online yeah you can check us out on all the all the socials the youtube channels um go be alive.com keyforbrothers.com we've got a lot of stuff going on in the outdoor industry and so um yeah like you said just google search one of those things and it'll pop up you bet hey more chris Kiefer right after this Log on to JimandTrav.com right now for all things revolution and stick around. The boys will be right back. I want to welcome y'all to the king of the Raven Challenge. Out here, competition is everything. We're the team to beat right now. We're in the hot zone. We got birds coming. <laughs> they call me the turkey whisperer. And I've been known to kill a turkey or two in my day. It's about to get serious. All I know is I'm here to win. Who will be crowned King of the Raven? Series premiere, March 7th at 6.30 p.m. on Outdoor Channel. Outdoor adventure and great eating go hand in hand with all of our High Mountain Seasonings jerky kits, snack and sticks, buckboard bacon, finishing sauces, rubs and shakers, marinades, and more. Go to HIMTNJerky.com or call 1-800-829-2285 today. Thanks for tuning in to The Revolution with Jim and Trav and Operation Outdoors. Now, once again, here's Chris Kiefer, co-host of Dropped, new season airing Fridays, 8 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. Here's part two. Hey, we are back. We are talking Operation Outdoors on this week's show. And, of course, Chris Kiefer is the guest of the hour. Now, i got to ask you this, Chris. What guns did you take? Did you take a sidearm? Obviously, you probably did. And how much ammunition did you take with you? So, yeah, I, for a sidearm, I carry a Glock 20, 10 mil. Oh, wow. Um, uh, yeah, so I, I kind of like to have kind of a, a lot in the hopper, uh, like <laughs> 15. Uh, I figure one's got to hit the mark at some point. <laughs> um, and then <laughs> I, had, uh, I had a 300 short mag and then uh, 6.8 Western uh, a Winchester. So wow. we had 
a rifle if we needed it, but that 6.8 Western for long range is amazing for up there, and it's a great gun to carry for, for long distance. Uh, and But, yeah, I always carry the 10 mil on my, on my side at all times. Now, out of all the places you've been, you know, you've been dropped in many places and outside of dropped. I mean, all the hunting adventures you and your brother and you alone have been on is just phenomenal. Have you ever been in any instance, man, where you thought, I don't know if I'm going to make it. I don't know if we're going to make it. This might be it. Have you ever had that or come close to that? Right after your yeah, brother took your Pop-Tart. Yeah, there, yeah, there's a couple times. Yeah, for sure. There's a couple times. Um, I run into one time that just kind of springs to memory is uh, the wolf incident in uh, in Alaska. Um, I had kind of snuck up. It was a fight or flight situation with a with a wolf. That was an interesting scenario. My cameraman to this day, I think he still goes to therapy. But we had, um, we had, that was a close call and I was able to take the wolf with the 10 mil in close quarters, about four or five feet. Oh, um, whoa. I, I thought there was a, I thought there was a whole pack surrounding us. Uh, you know, you don't know what's going through your mind. I thought, you know, oh my, I've already used up three. I didn't know what was happening and then realized it was an old wolf. We ended up getting him. Uh, his skull was about 18 years old. Wow. Um, which is incredible. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So it was a lone guy and it was fight or flight. It was not like a stock scenario. And that's very, very, very rare. So I just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Um, so that was very interesting. After that, it was kind of like, okay, that was a little too close for comfort. Um, and then this year I have an incident throughout the season uh, with a knife blade that, uh, you know, accidents happen where for a hot second sitting on the mountain, I was like, is this going to be a rescue situation? And, oh. um, you know, it, it, it got a little hairy, but, uh, but luckily, uh, things, things turn out for the good. So it was, Ooh. yeah, some, some, there's a lot of times out there where I just look at Casey and like, and just go, really? This is what we chose to do this, right? Said, yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> we have to rethink this. Oh, uh, now, now the thing is, when you were out there and you shot the caribou in the first day or two, okay, and then yep. later you shot uh, two moose. You shot yep. 1,400 pounds worth of dinner bell. I mean, were yeah. you concerned on the whole trip about the smell of blood trailing you? Yeah, you're basically on a floating bay pile as you go down <laughs> the river. So, yeah, it's something. Um, you know, the caribou on that first season, we ate that right out of the gate. We ate it for like 16 days. I mean, everything on that caribou was just about decimated. And so we were getting a little bit hungry there, and we went to Prayer Point, and that moose showed up. And then it was like we were in moose country but that was the first time we'd ever done that. So we didn't understand that terrain. Like whitetail, I understand. We've hunted them our whole lives. It was understanding like why the, why were the moose right there and not up where we were? And over the years, we've understood that now. And so we were able to get into positions and things this year where it's like, okay, we know they should be here. And sure enough, you know, we have, uh, we have quite a few moose encounters. So, um, but that year we, we, yeah, we had so much meat, but luckily we were towards the end of the trip. And it was a matter of uh, getting that meat out at that point. So we had about five or six days to keep it good, not 20, which which was smart uh, to do at that point. Now, it's kind of cliche, and we've heard it a lot, but I mean, actually talking to people that have experienced it, you know, you can go to places in, you know, the lower 48 where no man has gone before, but it's in close mm -hmm. proximity to something. But how yep. were you guys in the Brooks Range, man? Literally, no foot, no man has ever seen, you know. What is that yeah. like, actually, the, you know, the last frontier, truly? Kind of spooky. But, I mean, that has to be so amazing, almost like 
a sense of freedom you can't explain, I would think. It's uh, it's peaceful. Yeah. That way. That's the best way that I can explain it. It's extremely peaceful. Um, you know, being out there when the plane flies away and the noise is gone, the hustle and bustle of every day, the cell phones don't ring, the, you know, the text doesn't vibrate in your pocket. When those things happen, the updates stop. Um, it really does. It, for us, it's a disconnect to reconnect. That's what we say while we're out there is you have to do that. And for us, I mean, we need it um, because you, you really you really have your senses on on all alert. And it's it's incredible. Um, it's just peaceful. It's, it's very hard to explain. Yeah. Now, when you look at the new season of Drop has, has just premiered last Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern time and every Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern time on Outdoor Channel. You have to watch it. They're in the Brooks range. Casey and Chris, man. Uh, such the a Kiefer brothers. wild, fun, crazy documentary uh, series. Now, you guys have to be talking about the next Drop location. And I know you can't give yep. it away, and I know you're going to do it. I mean, obviously, if you don't, then you're going to piss off Jimbo and I and everyone else because we want to see it. <laughs> Are you looking and scouting for places, okay? And is it going to be somewhere we're not expecting? Is it going to be revisiting? What do you guys – I know you can't give a lot away, but what are you thinking? Yeah, it's such an incredible subject of conversation around here right now. It really is. It's – uh you know, we took a two-year two hiatus, and it was funny. There was an interview that I did on the last one. We were in Saskatchewan, and I said I would never do this again. <laughs> and it's because it's because the story was getting uh, – it was more TV than it was about what we set out to do. And, and I think taking that hiatus brought the fun back. Over time, it became a business, not what we love. And yeah. so we needed that break. And to go back this year and just be back on the gravel bars, it was incredible. And so, yes, we absolutely want to do another one. We are toying with a lot of different options right now. Some you might expect, some you absolutely won't. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of incredible things that have to align for, for us to be, you know, living off the land, you know, certain things that we can actually hunt, licenses, tags, places. And Alaska just offers a lot of that, you know, at the, at the right time and the challenge. Um, so, you know, we, we've done New Zealand in the past and it was, it was a very hard expedition, but with no predators, you know, I slept in a, in a hammock and was like, I, I had the best sleep of my life the entire drop because there's no, there's no predators in New Zealand. So yeah. there's a little bit, there's a little something there that, that, that we have to kind of consider as we're planning drops and where we go, which is why Alaska makes it so incredible. Um, so, but we got a lot left in the tank and we got rejuvenated this year. And uh, there's a lot of the fans were asking for us to do it for many, many you know months. And finally Casey just came to my house and he said, Hey, are we doing this? And I said, you know, it's about time you ask. Like, so, you bet. That hey, was it. We got there. Yeah. Hey, we got to leave it right there, Chris. We've been talking with Chris Kiefer. He's the co-host of Dropped, and uh, it airs Friday nights on our channel at 8 o'clock Eastern time. Exactly. Great the, show. The all-new season. You have to watch it. Stay tuned. Again, Dropped Outdoor Channel. That was a cliffhanger. Mr. Chris, man, to learn more about you guys, be alive, everything you're doing, and, and really, you guys are encouraging more people to venture out and explore their dreams in the outdoors. Where can we find you online? Just check us out at keeperbrothers.com, gobealive.com, and then follow us on all the social medias. We love to have a lot of fun interaction with our with our uh, with our peeps. So it's uh, I really appreciate you guys having me on, and thanks uh, thanks for uh, talking about drops. You bet. Hey, coming up next is us. That's right. Don't go anywhere. We are the outdoor guys. You know we are. We are the revolution. We are Jim and Trav. We're on your radio. Oh yeah. Woo-hoo.
I'm Al Simon, 91 years young. I created Balance 7 20 years ago. At 67, I went to see the doctor for the first time in my life and found I, that I had medical problems. He told me that was normal for my age. I don't believe God intended us to be sick and old. I decided to find something to bring my health back. For 10 years, I studied pH and how important it is to the human system. Balance 7 gave me back what I lost by getting older. I no longer get out of bed with a joint discomfort. Balance 7 can do for you what it has done for me and many others. In three days' time, you'll feel more energy, less joint discomfort, and clarity of thinking. No doctor or hospital can do what Balance 7 can do for you. Balance 7 is the key to unlocking the healthy immune system. Bring your body back to balance. Order now. Receive free shipping with the code word AL. Go to balance7.com. That's balance7.com. Order now and get your free shipping and a free gift with your order. Go to balance7.com. Use the code word L. The Revolution with Jim and Trav present Real Men of the Outdoors. Real Men of the Outdoors. Today we salute you, Mr. Jim. Look who it is, it's Jim. With his endless supply of Tommy Bahama outfits, safari hats, and sandals. What were you thinking? I was going to change my name to Tommy Bahama. You think it looks natural, but it couldn't look weirder. Unless maybe it had a propeller. Oh, look at the freak. I do have new shorts. <laughs> well, I got Hollywood legs. I, I like to wear shorts and a t-shirt when I record. Do you know that I have barbecue sauce on my knuckle? Yeah, I did lick it off. So once again, we salute you, oh grandpappy of the outdoors, Mr. Jim. I don't know if it was from yesterday or last week. It's the Great show, everyone. We just got to get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. What the hell are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week talking about Operation Outdoors. We had on Matt Drake. We had on Chris Keeper and Cat Daddy. We had on Cat Daddy. Last word, Jimbo. Hey, last word is get out there and uh, get your kids in the outdoors. I mean, we're coming up on spring now. Another Mm -hmm. couple weeks away, and we're there. You can shed hunt right now, and also you can uh, scout for turkey hunting. Yeah, there you go. Uh, And make sure you hop on JimmyTrav.com. Thank you for doing that. Hammer Home Firearm Safety. Also, next week we got on Greg Ritz and... uh, uh, Nicole Reef. Yeah. Going to be a good show. And you can order uh, crawfish from Greg. Yes, you can. All right. We will return next week, boys and girls. Peace out. God bless you. And see you later. The United States of America. Mm-hmm.